0: Hi, this is Tom Compton. You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events. Ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's podcast for
1: WHTT Speaks Out, we have a new angle you might say on the wars that are being conducted. This one is about drones and this piece is entitled Who Would Jesus Drone? Of course we've used the phrase Who Would Jesus Bomb? on our signs, in front of our vigils and so forth asking followers of Christ, Who Would Jesus Bomb? They somehow forget Jesus's words and now the head Of the CIA is being appointed by President Obama and the candidate is John Brennan and I'd like Leslie to read the piece by Chuck and then we're going to discuss it
2: who would Jesus drones posted by Charles E Carlson February 12 2013 from an article from February 6 2013 edition of the Guardian from the UK CIA using Saudi base for drone assassinations in Yemen. Disclosure comes as architect of program, John Brennan, prepares for Senate confirmation hearing to become CIA director. A few senators are set to ask John Brennan questions, but not enough, I fear. This story in The Guardian of London raises questions to which there can be no answer, but up here we do whatever we want. It seems drone attacks have killed at least three American citizens who happen to have Arab names, at least one American child. Neither of the targeted men was indicted or charged with any crime in the U.S.A., To make matters worse, the targets were in Yemen, a country where the USA has diplomatic relations, and it appears no effort was made to capture them, though diplomatic ties before bombing, nor did the USA have permission to bomb Yemen, so the drone attacks were just another act of war on a sovereign country. Now that we have drones, there are no rules, only secret white papers written to cover the guilt of those like Brennan. John Brennan had authority over the torture programs in Guantanamo and in some 50 other countries who tortured for the USA by proxy. Surprisingly, even Sweden was in on the torture exchange program answering to John Brennan. It's easy to see why WikiLeaks' Julian Assange does not want to be extradited to Sweden. From the Guardian of London, quote, The CIA is secretly using an airbase in Saudi Arabia to conduct its controversial drone assassination campaign in neighboring Yemen, according to reports in the U.S. media. Neither the Saudi government nor the country's media have responded to the reports revealing that the drones that killed the U.S.-born cleric Anwar al-Awlaki and his son in September 2011 and Said al-Shirri, senior al-Qaeda commander who died from his injuries last month, were launched from the unnamed base. Saudi Arabia has previously publicly denied cooperating with the U.S. to target al-Qaeda in Yemen. Evidence of Saudi involvement risks complicating its relationship with the government in Sana'a and with Yemeni tribal leaders who control large parts of the country. Disclosure of the Saudi cooperation comes the day before the architect of the drone program, John Brennan, appears before the U.S. Senate for a confirmation hearing to become the CIA director, unquote. John Brennan has demonstrated that he thinks he should hold power of life and death over anyone he chooses to target, Torture and assassination without legal authority are now common in the land of the free and the home of the brave, for we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights among which are life. It is unlikely that John Brennan will be seriously challenged by more than a few of those sworn to uphold and defend the Constitution Tell someone. It could be you next with a drone outside your window. Who would Jesus bomb? Or
1: drone? Thank you, Leslie. And thank you, Chuck, for uh, putting this together. There has been very little opposition to this nomination of John Brennan from either Democrats or Republicans. And sadly, we probably would have seen more opposition from Democrats. if we had a Republican president, because the Republicans have been around uh, this issue and have supported it. Uh, the drone attacks started in 2002 under George Bush, and according to one of the counts I've read, there's been something in the order of over 400 drone attacks and an estimated 4,750 people that have been killed and there are innocent civilians in those numbers. But to many Americans, it's kind of a ho-hum figure. It's, it seems to be a cleaner way to kill remotely with these kill lists that the government now says are legal. They've given themselves legal justification for these targeted killing.
3: Chuck? Of course, most Americans don't understand the extent of this because it's so easy to cover up what a drone does. And uh, the story of this Anwar al, al- Awaki is significant because he actually went to school in the United States. He lived in the United States for many years. His son was born in the United States, and uh, he went back to uh, Yemen, which is his original home with uh, where his father now lives as well, and uh, the whole family went back there. Now, it should be understood that Anwar al does not like the United States government, and he speaks out against the United States government in many ways, but not much different from what you and I say uh, on in many occasions and what we're going to be saying tonight uh, on this program it's not uncommon for us to say that our government is involved in criminal acts and uh, i'm i i do not want to uh, hedge a bit in saying that if this is the case uh, alawaki was objecting to this same thing the cia has not indicted him for anything nor have they ever found that he's guilty of any criminal act something of the intellect in fact who's become a muslim cleric and he probably speaks out very strongly against the government of Saudi Arabia because that's regarded as a renegade form of Islam to many of the leaders like probably Al so the US has simply gone in and bombed an American citizen who happened to be out of the country temporarily really he didn't renounce his American citizenship at all he's just living in Yemen and uh, and he was living with his family that included a 16 year old son but apparently, two years ago, it became apparent that it was not safe for his family to live with him, and he actually moved out, and uh, and he's been in hiding. And this is not the first drone attack that was leveled against him. He es- he escaped death in one case. Now this story is very incomplete because the American media basically covers up really what happened here. What took place was the drones found Elliwaki, and they assassinated him with a missile september 2011 the impression was given that his 16 year old son was with him and was killed at the same time but that isn't what happened at all it turned out that someone else was with him and they were killed too and then two weeks later his son while eating in a outdoor restaurant in yemen amid other diners was bombed and the 16 year old son was assassinated and six people were killed with him the CIA at first contended that he was not 16 he was 21 and that he was a a rebel and another al-Qaeda operative only after his family produced his birth certificate showing him to be 16 and a a schoolboy at the time and who hadn't seen his father in two years Uh, did the CIA admit that was really the case And then their answer was well he kept bad company he was in the same restaurant where uh, there was another al-qaeda agent that we were after and we just happened to hit him when we hit this other al-qaeda agent the devastation was so complete that they buried all the bodies in one grave and did not even have a body to return to his family so this is what the CIA basically did it's bad enough that they're bombing American citizens but they're bombing, in this case, an outdoor restaurant where it turns out six people, most of them Yemeni citizens, uh, were killed, including the 16-year-old American boy. And why he was there, we have no idea. And whether or not there really was a, a, an agent of al-Qaeda there that uh, was bombed, we don't know if that's true or not. No one can even pick up the pieces of the bodies to really know what's been done. But the, the father of uh, the young, the man who's, whose name was Abdul Rahman Anwar El-Asaki, they have sued the parties, two parties, some of the parties in the CIA, for illegally taking the life of an American citizen. And this lawsuit has actually been filed. So the, the issue of the drones is even worse than the newspapers tell us because, of course, they're covering most of this up. And we're supposed to imagine that this is a very sterile thing where they knock off Mr. Eliwaki and the rest of the landscape is left tr- pristine and pure. So the question I guess I'd like to raise for my uh, for our group here, what are we going to do to arouse the churches to their role in this? There needs to be someone that stands up and says this is wrong, uh, obviously, the, the media won't do it. The president isn't doing it. The old president didn't do it. And American citizens, uh, of course, have been painted with the idea that if, if the guy has a Arab name, it's okay to kill him anyway. So we come down to, we're, we're asking, who would Jesus bomb? And the reason for the title of the story is that, obviously, we think that it is an obligation of of christian people church people followers of christ uh like tom and like leslie and myself and others who try to do our best to do that uh, to be the ones who actually do something so how is it that we're going to challenge our churches to take an interest in this
1: it's that's no small task chuck because we as americans have been conditioned actually to salivate when the word terror is used and, and that's justification for these killings and then of course the other aspect to the whole drone issue these are called unmanned aerial vehicles UAVs I think it is and it's becoming a a pretty nice little cottage industry if you will according to the Virginia based Teal Group in 2012 uh, about six point six billion dollars was spent on UAVs and technology most of that, of course, uh, the big percentage is going to be the U.S. government. The Israelis have a manufacturing plant here in the U.S. making drones. So it's going to be here to stay. The federal government has directed the FAA to include drones in their flight patterns by 2015 to accommodate the increased traffic of drones. And, of course, this would become a, a control issue if you've got drones flying around and just in a few years they're expecting something like 30,000 of these drones all over the world. So it's going to become bigger and bigger and people get glossed over this because we've conditioned to think that we're somehow uh, fighting terror when we indiscriminately kill people like this and we've disassociated what Jesus has taught us. Leslie
2: this uh, association is, is totally the issue I think in that we associate sin the things we do wrong or fall short of the glory of God you know hmm. as a personal thing as something you do within your body but when it comes to drones a machine did it yeah. you don't have to say I did it you can say a machine did it so there's no culpability there's no accountability for what a machine does People, but the sin is is still terrible.
1: But, but uh, people operate those machines. Yes. Now they're talking about autonomous uh, robot drones. But
2: it's a detached. It's a yeah, detached. It's
1: deta- yeah. Exactly. Totally. But, but the
2: mentality behind it totally concerns
1: very me. few people. I mean, there, I just watched a, a, a short video of a drone pilot and that uh, recounted how. They were on a mission in Afghanistan, sitting somewhere in the United States, controlling this drone, and coming up on a flat-roofed building, and the target was inside there. The, you got the guy that pilots it, and then you got the, the person that controls and releases the bombs. They release the bomb, a child comes out. Oh. And they had time to divert it, but they decided to let it go. So that child and whoever was in that house was killed. And people can't see this. Uh, it, it's just I, how do we wake up the churches? I, I, I don't know the magic bullet, but certainly, Chuck, challenging the churches with our visuals is one way. Who would Jesus bomb? Choose life, not war. These are really fundamental questions that many Christians don't want to answer. They think of themselves, we've talked about this many, many times, as being pro-life. So if you disassociate it, just like Leslie said, then you don't have to worry about the innocent child, just like I described, being killed in Afghanistan, because we're fighting the enemy to protect the United States. And until there's a personal connection with the followers of Christ, we're going to continue to wallow on, continue to be the empire of the world, if you will, to control uh, through our military with the support of the 40-plus million Christian Zionists that we know and through our studies and, and through standing in front of many of these Christian Zionist churches where they support these wars and wholeheartedly. still amazing to me how they can turn their back on what Jesus said, but they can readily go into the Old Testament and say, well, God smote these people and this and that, and use that as justification for what our government is doing today.
2: Well, Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. Yes. Well, don't tell them they'll decide the
3: name of the is the smoter. Smoter. The one who smotes. They love to use
1: euphemisms like collateral damage. So it takes the human element out of it, and so we can feel good about it, but we don't see that repentance of people seeing that what our government is doing wrong. Seems pretty simple to me, but it...
2: We definitely need to cry out to the
1: Lord. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We need help and to open people's eyes as to, you know, what is going on to me just the fact that there's very little opposition you've got opposition to these drones from the far left and so from some of the tea party type i guess you'd say on the far right most of the people in the middle are happy as clams
2: the the military learned something from guantanamo did they not that we don't speak out enough when people are tortured Now we don't speak out enough when people are killed uh, from little drones overhead. All
1: right. Well, thank you. Thanks for
0: everybody's input. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast. And please visit our website, whtt.org. You will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it, as long as you copy all of it. Then, you can educate your friends and acquaintances about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.